0: Hello and welcome to Make & Tain, the podcast breaking the stigma and lifting the lid on inspiring people who are making a difference. This week on the podcast, I'm joined by Amy, one of the co-founders of Grow With Iris. And we met at the LG Free From Show last year when I was doing a talk in Birmingham. And Amy kind of came over to me and the talk to kind of introduce me to a brand Grow With Iris, which at the time wasn't out. So I'm excited to have Amy on the podcast today to share her brand just before the big launch later this year. And it's a plant-based drink for children aged over 12 months and it's completely shaking up the industry as it's free from milk, lactose, eggs, soya, peanuts and tree nuts. And Amy talks very openly on the podcast about struggles when a little girl, Iris, got diagnosed with so many different allergies at a young age. And kind of the struggles of finding out the alternative feeding options of what she's going to have. This led to Amy trying to find out what she was going to do. And out of struggles obviously comes ideas. And that's why she kind of decided to produce her own plant-based drink, which would be natural ingredients. Something she wouldn't hesitate giving to her own daughter. And that's where Grow With Iris was born just before we jump into the podcast make sure to click that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any podcast every monday morning the support doesn't go unnoticed and the podcast is also available to watch on youtube and if you do want to support the pod make sure to head over to the link in my bio where you can buy me a coffee and support the podcast anyway with all that out of the way make sure to grab yourself a cup of tea and let's jump into podcasts with amy Hello and welcome to another episode of the Making Same podcast. How are you doing, Amy?
1: Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you for having me.
0: No, it's exciting to have you on. Shall we talk about how we met? Because we met at the kind of the LGP from show. Was it in Birmingham? Birmingham, yeah. 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 And I was doing a talk and you you came over and yeah, it's great to obviously find out about your brand. And could you do like a little introduction to yourself and the listeners if they've not come across um, Grow With Iris before?
1: Yeah, sure. So I'm Amy and I'm the co founder of Grow With Iris. I started Grow A Virus because my daughter has got lots and lots of allergies so we're free from um, growing up drink which is also plant-based and we are launching this autumn.
0: Amazing and I feel like obviously we we met for a coffee didn't we was it how long ago was it now? It was
1: cold so it was a long time ago. Yeah it was freezing (laughs) and it was
0: great to find out and I remember you like showing me the samples and there was like didn't this sell out when you was like sharing about it online
1: yeah so it was part of our pilot batch which we had in our sachets um we're actually going to be launching in 18 serve pouches um but we had the little sachets and put out a few ads um and then it's just kind of snowballed the dairy-free mum shared us as well so
0: she massive then yeah, yeah and it
1: was just so lovely um for her to kind of engage with us and said, you know, I'd really like to do a post. And um, yeah, then suddenly, as soon as she did that, my inbox was kind of flying. And I spent the whole weekend packing up little boxes um, to send them out. Yeah.
0: no, it's amazing when you get kind of get that support from the community. (laughs) If we go back to like the very start, I always find it quite interesting with the guests just to get to know more about yourself and kind of. Your upbringing and like where you're from, are you the only sibling? Have you got brothers and sisters? No, I've
1: got two older sisters, so they're nine and 11 years older than me, so I'm the youngest. Yeah,
0: how was that growing up with older sisters? Yeah, no,
1: it was really cool. I mean, really, I felt lucky, but I kind of felt like I needed to grow up and kind of catch up with them, so I was always kind of finding a way to kind of. I don't know, I guess level with them. So desperate to work, desperate to get my independence. Um, You know, I got my first job when I was like 40. What job was that? Hairdressing oh, really? After school and on a Saturday, I was kind of washing the old lady's yeah. hairs and sweeping the hair off the floor and then I went to McDonald's and, you know, right, all the... Yeah. All the cool. I know
0: my dad had me out, like, doing, like, water mains, you know, and there's, yeah, like, weeks. Yeah. He was, like, dragging <laughs> these barriers down the road at, like, such a young age. Amazing. But, yeah.
1: I was desperate. Absolutely yeah. desperate to get a job, so, yeah.
0: Kind of get your own pocket money and then, yeah.
1: I think I got £10 a week for, like, three shifts. Oh, really? It's crazy. That long ago.
0: I mean, are you quite similar to your sisters? Are you all very different, would you say? We all
1: look the same. We all sound the same, but we're quite different.
0: Whereabouts are you from then?
1: Um, I'm from Hampshire, a place called Fleet. And um, yeah, but my family all live kind of Brighton way now. Um, They moved when I went to university when I was 18. So none of my family live where I currently live now. I kind of moved back.
0: Yeah. You still see your family quite a lot then?
1: Try to. Yeah. Speak to my mum every day. (laughs)
0: I was going to say, like, did they have quite an influence on you, like, with your independence when you was quite young then, like, growing up?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think my mum and dad really had a choice when it came to my independence. I was always going to do what I wanted to do. And they were just completely supportive. It was really creative. I was only really interested in art and sports and my friends. And they just kind of let me, they just encouraged me. They were like, no, if that's what you're passionate about, go for it. And they've never, ever held me back.
0: What was it then like you really enjoyed? You mentioned like creative there. Was that summit.
1: Yeah, so I've always been like super arty. So um as a kid, I was always creating and making. Art was my favorite subject. And um, yeah, I did fine art, media and photography, A-levels. And then I went on to do a TV degree because I wanted to work in some sort of art department, but I ended up going... I did media when I my media studies teacher said you should go and do the Bournemouth University course, I did and then ended up working in Oxford. come you got into
0: TV then over kind of fine arts or graphic design?
1: <coughs> I just um i got really got into filmmaking at college and it I'd never really thought about going to university. It was never yeah. really on my agenda. I just thought i your sisters and... go to uni as well. No, 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 no. No one in my family has actually. Yeah. Um,
0: so you was the first one then?
1: Yeah, in my immediate yeah. family, yeah. Um, my auntie did cause she's a nurse. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah. And then obviously you went to Bournemouth Uni. How was that? Was you there for like, did you do a placement year? or?
1: No, no. we did a pre- placement summer, but it was amazing. I loved yeah. it. And I'm still really good friends with all um, my uni, but they've all gone off to be really successful. One of my best friends, Alex, is a director. Amazing. Someone owns an editing house. So, you know, it, yeah.
0: Incredible. Did you get a job then straight after kind of uni within the kind of TV industry. Yeah, so
1: I did work experience actually on Harry Potter and I ended up staying for like a few months. I was only supposed to be there for a week. I obviously made a really good cup of tea. But they were amazing, and they just kept giving me jobs to do. How like, was that? That was incredible. Yeah, So incredible. It was really cool. yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: engaged as well. Yeah. I mean,
1: it was such a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of gave that up for. A, so was on a, the
0: set, the designs, and yeah.
1: Like prop making, set decorating, um, helping the graphic designers, just, just help in publicity, just like doing all the kind of creative stuff. And then I left that job because I got um, offered a job on footballers' wives, and. It was like higher paid because I, was, yeah, yeah. and I kind of went for it, but kind of, I don't regret leaving Harry Potter, but I kind of think maybe Did I you should get, have stayed. You get to
0: meet the actors? Yeah, yeah. 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 That must have been so surreal. Like, yeah. Cause I haven't got into Harry Potter like this year, like never actually watched it until like two years ago <laughs>
1: yeah no it was cool yeah. i worked on and um, the prisoner of azkaban yeah so yeah it was a long time ago it feels like a lifetime ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got
0: a job in footballers wives and then was you there for quite a while then.
1: i used to do like I used to
0: be quite a big show weren't oh it, yeah day, it was yeah.
1: amazing it was so much fun so i used to do that in the summer and then i worked on spooks for BBC in the winter and I kind of did that back and forth and then decided it wasn't really for me anymore went traveling um around India Sri Lanka Australia and how old were it
0: when you went like traveling was you quite young
1: uh, the first time I went traveling was around Greece when I was like 17 yeah and then I think for like two months with my friend on about 500 pound and then (laughs) yeah back in the day (laughs) and then um I went to India when I was 25. And then when I was there, I was like, I'm going to be an art teacher. Came back and retrained. And I've been teaching art for 17 years. Um,
0: Did you have that epiphany when you was like traveling?
1: Yeah, I remember it really clearly. Is it an epiphany? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it, it was a really vivid... I remember being in the sea and just suddenly thinking... I think I'm gonna be an art teacher. That's what I'm gonna do. And I came home and applied for my teacher training. So if you
0: never went travelling, do you do you think you would have never actually been an art teacher potentially? I don't I don't know. Yeah.
1: Potentially I don't yeah. I mean I always loved I always wanted to be in some sort of art department. I didn't know what it was, like yeah. whether obviously I tried the T V thing. I thought oh, I'd like to help people. I like people, I like hanging out with people, talking yeah. to people, meeting new people so teaching felt like a really kind of natural progression.
0: How is it we're working with like what the small kids? Is I it love stressable? it. Yeah, no, it good, I know, I know, it's stressful. Do you feel like because I've I heard that like some people get put off if they're working in, in uh <laughs> with teachers, if they're working with kids, they're so, like they actually don't want kids themselves. Like if they're working with You know with kids what? All the time. Since
1: I've had my kids, it's been harder because you're working with kids all day and then you yeah. come home to the energy of your own kids and you know, it's, it is quite draining, yeah. but also, it's been an amazing experience. I literally had my last day of teaching last Friday. So I've left.
0: Was it te- quite emotional?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was ready, but I mean, I've been tapering down. So I've been working kind of half on Grow with Virus, half teaching to kind of pay my bills. As anyone who owns yeah, or has business, a yeah. startup knows, how kind of, yeah. Not sure I've ever been so skinned in my whole life, but you know yeah. that's cool. It's, it's worth
0: it. It's like the whole journey, though. Oh like, yeah, yeah,
1: totally. And you know, Sophie, my business partner, and I totally believe in what we're doing. How
0: did you meet Sophie? Because she's a designer. Yeah, yeah, I
1: went to school with Sophie. We've known yeah. each other for thirty years.
0: <laughs> and just like one day, you just like come up with the idea, like let's do a business. So or was it always at the end, no. or was it never really on the agenda?
1: No. So I had iris and she was diagnosed with her allergies and then I was going back to my full-time teaching job when she was five months old and it was really stressful because I was completely worried I was worried about her and I was still yeah. feeding her myself. Um but I thought am I gonna have a chance to pump at lunch? No, I, yeah. I had kids walking into my classroom. It's just impossible. To, yeah. Um so I was looking for um an Alternative and Matt, my partner, searched the internet. We literally could not find anything that we were happy with that wasn't really medicalized or had loads of ingredients that we didn't understand. Yeah. And it was so overwhelming. So I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to do this myself. I mean, I think that was slightly naive of me, but I was like, no, I can do this. Why not? Um, Where do
0: you even start? Like,
1: because I,
0: like, <laughs> I have all like mad ideas all the time. I was just like, yeah, like, how wait. How do you go from like A to B? Like, what was your like first? And I'm we're quite career. similar
1: in the fact we have loads of ideas because I've yeah. had, I've always kind of wanted to be an entrepreneur and I've always had millions of even ideas. even from a young age. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Making cards, trying to yeah. sell things, and then I was going to start a party business. I was going to do yeah, all
0: the- Have you done many businesses before? we get to, like, grow a virus and, like, the, the way no, you've done that? No, no. Just, I've, like, a lot of small things here and there. Yeah,
1: no, it's always just kind of been in my head, and I've kind of, I mean, Companies House must hate me, so I've registered so many companies and yeah. company names over the years. And had to <laughs> What's your favourite one? <laughs> grow a virus. Yeah. Um, but, um. yeah, so I kind of came up with the idea and... I went to a product developer called frog hop and um, with this amazing woman called Mel loads. Um, sadly she passed away last year, but she's just the most incredible lady. She was a, a food scientist, has this, um, business, which helps startups develop their, you know, new product development. Oh, and, so you
0: found that online?
1: Yeah. And it was based in Woking and it was quite yeah. near me. So I went with Iris strapped to me in a baby carrier, yeah. um, Actually, was with a business
0: she, plan or nothing, just like with an idea in your head. I do,
1: and I knew what I was going to do. Like, yeah. I knew what I wanted, and I knew that it needed to be, you know, plant based and it needed to be free from the allergens. Yeah. And she really helped support me to try and find the best protein for it. And we decided to go with pea protein. And she kind of did like the initial formulations and guidance. Um, and then moving on from that I went to Sophie because she was my friend and she'd always done all my kind of um design work design, yeah. and she she was just so into it she'd just left her big agency like and was yeah. yeah like corporate and she really wanted to work on a startup and she was kind of looking for startups to work with little did I didn't know oh, that wow. And then she was just kind of helping me and I remember we had all my friends round, just to kind of loads of people with little kids to kind of test the water and say you know would you yeah. be interested in this do you like the idea what about this name like a mini yeah. focus group I and mean, we've done millions of other focus groups since was there
0: a lot in the focus group or is it just like was it initially quite small just like with
1: oh well so we did that was just friends like 15 yeah, yeah. and then following that we just had this conversation like so, do you, I don't suppose you want to be my business partner, do you? And she goes, that's so weird. I was going to say the same. I really want to be on board. i really into what you're doing. Yeah. And she came on board. I think I was pregnant with my second. Yeah. And yeah, and then it was kind of lockdown. But we've worked together ever since. So we, um, I mean, she's just incredible. She's the cogs behind Grove Virus. Yeah. It's my idea and and not like my baby and but we work so well together, well together yeah. and we got the sustainability and in innovation award from innovate uk um which was a really big grant and when then we, was out
0: was that right at the start
1: that was in i think it was end of 2020
0: yeah that's and incredible. I was going to say when, you know, when you were saying you was doing like the research and that they came up with like the pea protein, the, the, you know, the help status. I
1: used my savings because I'd sold my flat. And I was going to
0: say, like, do they take a percentage? or no, mm-hmm. you you pay no, them. No, I paid yeah. them
1: like a contract. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but I remember giving them the deposit and thinking, yeah. That's so much of my. Oh, really scared. Like, and then put the the money down. But I kind of knew then, even as this really low. so even
0: though it's like such, it's quite a scary thing. Imagine like, yeah, you got all this money. And you're like, oh god, like it might not work. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't might, loads
1: yeah. of money at that point, and then. Getting the Innovate UK money allowed yeah. us to employ all the all the people that we needed to to do all the R and D. So, um, looked at life cycle analysis, looking at the ingredients. Um, How
0: do you go about like finding these people? Is that just through we just contact networking yeah.
1: and yeah, we just. I mean, there's so much risk and regulatory yeah. stuff to do. Honestly, it's so been it's stressful. An then. Ig- yeah. yeah, and. I mean without sophie we would be nowhere we are like a two-pronged yeah
0: you know yeah Yeah.
1: we're a really good team and um so we had that and then we won the women in innovation award so that was the second grant so we've had a really big nice chunk of money without having to raise investment but we're in our we're into investment now we're raising and um that's been quite stressful yeah
0: yeah, it's amazing though, because I hear a lot about like the grants. Um, I had a, was it, um, oh God, Cozy Care, Lauren Bell from yeah, Cozy yeah. Care. And like she was saying, like, without the grants, like she got, like, she would have never been able to kind of.
1: We wouldn't. We don't it, come yeah. from money. We don't have like. So rich is that relatives? probably the best way
0: to do it then? If you have got an idea, then try and just get as many grants or.
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends what you're doing. I yeah. mean, what we've been doing is kind of innovative. So you have to prove your innovation. Um, And, you know, it's quite, I guess a lot of people would think innovation would be tech, but there's a lot in, you know, new food development and new ways of thinking and new ways of eating. You know, we all kind of having to reconsider how we feed ourselves and our children with like climate change in mind. So, um, you know, there's a lot of money kind of flying around in terms of Innovate UK to support, you know, things like that.
0: How was the market then, obviously when you had the initial idea, like you said, there just wasn't anything really. Mm. No, you. Uh, you it had, wasn't milk free or dough free. Or
1: yeah, so the only thing you could have, and lots of allergy parents will be like, "Yeah, I know that. I'm not going to say it, but there, there's, there is a formula that you get on the NHS. There's two. One still contains um, cow's milk protein. That's better. That's more for like kids with intolerances. Yeah. And then, um, and then there's the other one, but with Iris she was allergic to like dairy, soya, oats, wheat, eggs, nuts, peanuts, everything, banana, but all the main ones that are in formula, like dairy, soya. And she couldn't have any of that. So we ended up like Matt found something from America. We imported something from Australia. We ended up importing something from France, which we now know, probably wasn't particularly legal oh,
0: really? because it wasn't
1: yeah um
0: with the testing and
1: well i don't know yeah i don't know whether we really should have bought it but you know it,
0: it's-, it's all a learning curve as well i i mean if you Desperate and like we were
1: absolutely desperate. And I I just looked at the back of the tin of the one that you get from the doctors and I was like, I oh, really, I don't wanna be feeding my baby. I've been breastfeeding her. Yeah. And you know, and I just thought I don't wanna then give her loads of corn syrup and all these like this massive long list of stuff and it really freaked crazy. me out. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it was really tough. It was really tough. I ended up breastfeeding both of my kids for a really long time just mm. because there was no other option it's tough yeah
0: yeah and then obviously with with like with your product now and go with iris like it's testing massive in terms of like <laughs> the making and saying and because i i've like quite a few different brands and i think people say oh why is it expensive it's like well the cost and the manufacturing making sure you've got certificates it's quite funny i went to a free fund festival and a guy i don't want to say what brand it is because i don't want to like slander or anything but um he had like a, a nut free bar but then he had a may contain disclaimer next to it but the disclaimer wasn't on the product so he's selling chocolate and he's got he's got he's okay. got his stand and he's no may contain on the actual chocolate but then he's got a disclaimer like on an a4 piece of paper next to the product and i was just like is it nut free and he's like "Well, yeah like the manufacturers like should be nut free but the they don't have the certificate, and I was okay. like, "Well, no, I'm not going to eat it." I I made the mistake of buying it and I just didn't eat it. But I just thought that was mental. Like, just have may contain on on the packaging. Why have the disclaimer? next to the products. maybe yeah. it was
1: an afterthought maybe he's panicked because he was at a fair that yeah. you know maybe i just need to check that i'm yeah i mean it's but i don't think if
0: you're 100% confident then oh no you, yeah, have, to you be. have to be and i
1: remember at the beginning that being the thing that i was most stressed about i was like this is really big and i really need to make sure that it's safe because how would anybody ever trust it so most of our a lot of our product development has gone on testing, and yeah. we spend so much on allergen testing it's swabbed every kind of All almost time, like yeah. every fifteen minutes <laughs> every fifteen minutes, yeah, is like um swabbed, and we have this big matrix of allergy testing and we were so lucky finding the manufacturer that we found. So supportive, nobody really wanted to take us because obviously, being a quite a few,
0: oh, God, and so, and so, you, so many. Yeah. It took us
1: like four months to find a manufacturer, just you know, ringing people. Having is Zooms. it manufactured in the
0: UK? I imagine, yeah, yeah, Somerset.
1: And um, they've they've just you know, also being a startup, being pre revenue, yeah. but they've really taken a punt on us. And actually, the MD has invested in us personally. Oh, wow, which was such a big compliment and yeah. to know that
0: they he's got our back yeah. yeah they
1: really believe in us and um I was
0: gonna say with 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 the investment how does that work like do just when someone invests do they get each get a percentage or not I mean how yeah. does how does oh, it gosh. work yeah. it's like
1: being going back to school it's I've we've had to learn so much so yeah. we use something called seed legals to help us all the legal stuff which is really great so if anyone else has a startup and they're going through the legal stuff definitely definitely sign up with them because it means you're not paying hundreds of pounds for like one letter or whatever like like they've been they're so good um so it's kind of an upfront cost but it's it's well worth Worth it it. so um so with investment you know you have something called like an angel investor. So it's not a venture capitalist. It's just an individual who, who wants to kind of, who believes in what you're doing. Okay, um, There is a scheme from the government, the SEIS scheme. So people can get up to 50% off their investment. So it's up to 200, I think personally 200 grand, but say for example, you decided to invest 50 grand in grow a virus, you would yeah. get like almost half of that back as tax relief. Oh, wow. so it's really okay. good it's kind of encouraging um yeah. small businesses to grow it's yeah it's really good yeah yeah
0: and then that has been, been quite stressful would you say like it has to, we just fight. had a really how many investors do you need, do you just need it just one depends big one? how much yeah. you're trying
1: to raise well yeah. we've got a few but we did get a really big offer um but they did want too much of our company and we just felt like it 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 was really hard for sophie and i to kind of
0: say no have to
1: yeah but, it was a yeah. big carrot and you know we could have literally said yes but it's like a marriage and you know it has to we, if you're not we just, right
0: as well if you get in yeah. bed with the wrong person then you're stuck with them yeah like, it's just a bit totally. like so i had Julianne on the podcast and i think she spoke about this like um about finding the right people and you want to make sure it's the right move really
1: yeah, yeah. i mean they were great and you know there was a big there was a good it was a good fit in lots of ways but they wanted too much of our business for in the grand scheme of things you know Mm. not that much money um
0: yeah yeah i mean it
1: is a lot of money but it's but it's not when
0: you think about it in the long yeah and you know we're two
1: female founders we need to protect ourselves we also need to make sure you know that we have the autonomy going forward that you know Our decisions are going to be ours. You know, we've worked so hard. Yeah. And we don't, you know, it's really easy to kind of get distracted by the money because we just want to launch. You know, we're so desperate to launch.
0: So now it's definitely launching in the autumn. Yeah,
1: definitely in the autumn. But we do. In the supermarket, so our website? uh, D2C, so from our website. So that's being a really like snazzy really really good and reliable website is yeah. being created by um actually a friend a local friend has a company called Brantastic so we're using his um he's building Amazing. it for us yeah yeah so we
0: need to make sure that like it's bulletproof and
1: yeah but we, we would
0: you use something like Shopify Oh, it's not no, quite we, right yeah. no
1: it just for what we want to do there's we need it to be super robust um yeah. and it needed to be built um bespoke bespoke and sophie being a designer that's her thing and it needs to be you know perfect and it needs to work what we don't want to do is for it to crash if you know that's the only place right now we're hoping to then move um obviously onto amazon yeah in independent stores would love to be we'd love would that be
0: like early next year are you reaching out to like supermarkets now and how's that been there?
1: you know it's it's tricky when you're pre-revenue it's always I mean it's one of our kind of catchphrases everything with what we do is like chicken and egg you know yeah. it, it's so hard but we're going to start you to see it just means that we can sell it at the price that we need to with a smaller batch and it means yeah. that we're, you know people aren't paying more than they need to be paying because we want to make it affordable because it is for parents and children and uh, giving them that choice and we don't want to kind of exclude
0: anyone yeah. anyone
1: especially at the moment cost of living crisis
0: how's it been like in the community is as everyone like, it's been super like positive when oh, you kind of so lovely yeah
1: we're so lucky i mean even when i first met you yeah. it was you were just so warm and lovely and supportive and everyone I've met I mean I've made some really great friends already yeah. you know you have um you know your friends on the internet but then you meet them in real life and then they yeah it's you amazing know, yeah. isn't it
0: it's cool like, I love it like, obviously, like when i I want to meet speak to people online and then actually like meet them yeah. at an event and I've got real close to like Julianne over the last like two years and even just like having on the podcast like, I've had on the podcast twice now but you just really get to know someone yeah it's lovely when We're at the events and stuff she was at the free from hero awards they The Free From Show? Free From Award Show? Yeah. I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she was there. So we was like together with her. And yeah, it's amazing when you, yeah. I mean, there's so many,
1: you know, people within our community doing incredible stuff, you know, from like the allergy team, like Sarah and the allergy teams, like Michelle with allergy pen pals, you know, all these different levels of stuff, like finding where are the gaps in our community that need to be supported. And we're supported and we're all doing kind of different things, but we all have each other's backs
0: yeah no it's amazing yeah, though, yeah I mean
1: what Julianne's just done with that um campaign about having nuts on flights I oh, yeah, just, it's
0: amazing isn't it I saw that is <sighs> it like two days ago like, yeah. so
1: amazing yeah. and you know we're taking Iris away this summer and you know it's always worry
0: yeah.
1: I mean I actually ordered these kind of peanut wipes from America my friend got them for me and then she then moved to America and forgot to give them to me and it's really expensive to get them over but there's always all these things that you need kind of gets rid of the the protein of the nuts on the airplane
0: and I just use normal ones but I don't know if they're good enough but I always like when I get on a flight everyone asks me what whites I'm just like oh just when I get to the airport I just use like the little (laughs) anti-back whites but it's only because I had allergic reaction on a flight back from Croatia where I fell asleep you know on the little table and the plane and like hives all over my arm and i was like it's probably like freaked me out Luckily, like the plane was landing in half an hour but
1: i mean it's awful yeah. i mean i i had a panic attack a full-on panic attack on an airplane because we had done the announcement it was a long haul flight we were coming back i took Iris to go to the toilet and they were crushed peanut m ms all over the floor like yeah. in the in the toilet you know it's bed, so yeah. It's just not cool. And the and cabin I'm scared through. of
0: like breathing it in yeah. and like, but I I, like, I hear like it's I, it's so like contradictory. Like, I hear, I think the main thing I hear is like it's actually the air circulation on a plane is so good. The chances of having an allergic reaction due to the airborne are actually really slim. So that makes me feel a, yeah. a bit more peace of mind. I wear a mask now anyway, but.
1: It's more the touching thing. Yeah, I it's think. more
0: like that's the dangerous thing because most of these allergic reactions are not due to airborne and playing it's actually due to the kid touching the surface and then touching well, iris the mouth. was like, too yeah, when that I mean.
1: peanut m&m scenario and she you know i'd her to the toilet but what if she you know kids pick stuff off the on, floor on all the shoe on your shoe and then you put it on your hands and you just it's yeah. just yeah it's really stressful really 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 stressful yeah, yeah.
0: So what's um, next for Goro Virus? I'll see you launching in yeah. the autumn. Um, have you got quite big plans of where you kind of want to take it over the next like couple of years?
1: Yeah, we've got lots of stuff up our sleeves. Yeah. Um, we've had such an amazing kind of reaction to the sachets again. They're food safe. They don't need to be opened if you're going to give them to caregivers, yeah. to like nurseries, preschools, um, p- grandparents, etc. Also, might have some stuff like flavors up our sleeves as oh, well um yeah loads of stuff loads of stuff it's
0: amazing when you when we went for a coffee that like you're saying like as she gets older the brand is gonna grow up with her as well so it'd be interesting to kind of see where, where like the different like whether it goes into food or like yeah it'd be super super exciting like yeah
1: and again you know it's looking out for those kind of what do we need you know as a family what's mm. missing and you know we'll I mean, there's so much on our plates right now. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse the pun, but you know. There's what was it
0: a- always like starting a business? Was it just like, was it quite long hours and full on just to get it off the ground? Yeah. Or was well- it during lockdown as well kind of thing?
1: I mean, both of us were working other jobs and obviously I have my two kids. So um, my kids are like six and just turned four and I've been working on it Yeah, since 2018.
0: So Iris has got allergies, but just
1: yeah iris has um winston but doesn't
0: winston doesn't have any allergies no though, yeah. it's mad that isn't it like yeah one, he's had yeah. all the
1: tests because he had this kind of chronic cough and we really thought that there was something like a kind of um dust allergy yeah. or mold allergy or something but he it's all fine um because
0: you always think if one had it like yeah you're on edge if, like, yeah saying that my sister doesn't have any allergies no it's just me and my Right. at the shit end of the day <laughs> oh, <I> mean, sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking but um but yeah, i think we mad- take, yeah. all take it on as family yeah. you know it's, yeah. i think as well I like, i i'm in a weird way like i think have an allergy, like it's gave me a platform and it's opened up so many doors so in many aspects like yeah like have an allergy like can get in the way at times but like, in other aspects of life it, it's been amazing really like i probably wouldn't have had a podcast if you didn't have an allergy like so, well, I definitely
1: yeah. wouldn't have Grow a virus yeah. if it wasn't for Iris. You know, it's yeah, it's just part of part of the big plan, I guess. You don't have control over like yeah. the, the the cards that you're dealt, and you know, it's what you do with them.
0: Um, I was going to say, with obviously like women in business, was the only one like you kind of really looked at, looked up to at the time in regards to other entrepreneurs, which have done it.
1: There's so many. I mean, we have being supported by loads of female entrepreneurs. Um, so Lucinda who founded genius foods has been just so kind to us. Um, she talks to us a lot. If we've got a little question or yeah. we're worried Also. um, um Sarah from Healthy Nibbles who I think you've interviewed before she does um yes she mentors yeah, the, us as the well
0: kind of like the the kits like not kits no, the, like, but the, the the sweets
1: yeah like, but and she has box, the so yeah. healthy um vending machines yeah, yeah and she's incredible and we met her through Renovate UK um but it's just everyone along the line to be honest um, it's amazing I, where
0: the ideas come from as well because her idea was that I think her dad was in hospital yeah. And that's where the idea come around, like the vending machines. Yeah. So it's, it's Yeah, amazing. it's mad. Like.
1: I mean, I also love people like Mary Portis. I love the kind of kindness economy and being a woman in business and also Holly Tucker. And I like the way that they kind of, they're themselves. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be in business and turn up in a power suit. You can wear a leopard print jumpsuit yeah. and like massive hoop earrings, be who you want. Like, I just don't believe in kind of having to change and suddenly be this like power woman because know, i'm not like that
0: it's mad because I, I i've got a friend and his his wife is like really high up in this this like magazine like a fashion magazine like i think she's like one of like chief editors are in charge of it and she was saying to me like sometimes like she's got to like change the way her hair and like i don't know i have her hair back in and the way she dresses because of her position which is it's crazy really, yeah it's really yeah, sad to, yeah
1: Yeah, it's sad. I mean, if you look at Holly Tucker, she always wears like really bright, cool, colourful clothes and, um, you know, Mary Portis. I just, I love her. I've read her books and I just think she's, I think she should be the prime minister.
0: But (laughs) vote her in, like,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think she should be. Yeah.
0: Have you had any like hurdles then in regards uh, (laughs) to women and, and obviously kind of set up a business?
1: We've had so many hurdles. I mean... So many times, Sophie and I, why are we not just launching a blanket or something really easy, something that doesn't need (laughs) loads of like legal, legal stuff, labelling. We had to be so careful about how we brand it, what we call it. It's like every hurdle. We also paid for a pilot batch because we were trying to get dha into it like a vegan dha What's um that? which it's like a kind of almost like an omega oil oh, okay so it was um a plant-based one from algae and we've done all the bench testing we've done all the mixing we signed it off and we used a you know it's not cheap to sign off a, a like a pilot batch anyway they did the first blend and they sent us the samples and I literally could smell it. I've I'm like a sniffer dog. So Sophie always laughs at me. I could like, I was like, oh, smell of fish. It hasn't got fish in it, it was algae. Ew. And it, it honestly it was disgusting. I was like, we can't. Yeah, and it,
0: can't was, oh,
1: it was kind of phone calls galore to our like risk and regulatory lady. We've, you know, it was just so stressful. And again, our manufacturer have been, they were so kind and generous and they understood that we were a startup and, you know, they've helped us with like some of the costs and, Mm. you know, I'm sure we still owe them some money for it, to be honest. But we had to make really tough calls. You know, I really wanted to have DHA in it. I really wanted to have probiotics, but it needs to be affordable and it needs to not smell a fish. I mean, it was... It's definitely a low, definitely. I can imagine nearly I could break it down
0: like smelling fish. Going, oh my God, yeah. there's not even enough fish in it. Like, why does it smell it? Because like? people are going to clock on straight away they're going to open it. Oh, it was horrendous.
1: Like, I could literally like, smell it through the envelope and it was in a plastic bag and in another plastic bag and I could still smell it. But when we mixed yeah. it up, it was fine. And I would have tasted it. I've got such a strong, yeah. you know, I should be like, a taste tester the things, and we can smell and taste like a really good. I love like that
0: with nuts. Like, I like as soon as like you taste it, you just know like, oh yeah. shit! Like, I fucked up. I, I can like, smell
1: yeah. nuts from across a room. Yeah. I'm like kind of on high alert, and you probably are as well. I want like
0: that when I get when I get on like a when I get on a train, like oh, like if someone's eating nuts, like I I just know straight away. on which you're like going down the carriage. Like, who's eating it?
1: I'm like that at soft it happens play Every time though, yeah. like every
0: time I'm on a train, like everybody someone brings on nuts, like and they're always sat near me as well, like nine times out of ten. But I've always I always say something and everyone's like cool about it. Yeah. Yeah. Almost I was mean, like, I've got a nut urge, and like, okay. So.
1: Oh no. Well you wanna hope so yeah, I've had to do it a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone people almost like, Oh, I'm so sorry, but you know.
0: Yeah. How's it been like being a parent with, with Iris when when she, obviously she's got like quite a few different allergies? Was that quite sh- quite stressful like, in yeah, terms of like obviously f- yeah. finding out what it it's is been, and getting the tests and yeah. everything? That, yeah.
1: I mean, most allergy parents will probably yeah. understand. I mean, you know as well, yeah. you know, it comes Comes. It's with-
0: interesting because when I got diagnosed, like, I just feel like there's like so much lack of awareness. There's so probably a lot less stress from a mum. I feel like parents now, like it's just like, you hear about it in the news and I always bang on about it but like it's great that it's in the news because it's like people are much more aware now of kind of severities of allergies but by doing that like it just installs fear as well I
1: think also like nuts are more like trendy aren't they to be having in things as whole foods clean yeah. eating paleo like all that stuff as well and it's kind of more prevalent but when it comes to, you know, dealing with the anxiety, I mean, I've really suffered. Yeah. I mean, I had a bit of a breakdown when I went back to work when I was six months old. And it just it was like my biggest, biggest life regret. I just wish I hadn't done it because it was just awful. My school was so amazing. And you wish you hadn't gone back to work so early. Oh really? But so we can't just- I kind of had to. Um yeah i've had a lot of counseling and does
0: that helped a lot
1: yeah it has because yeah so yeah. it's
0: 50 50 because i i've had yeah. like therapy. um i felt like it didn't help it i depends. do want it again like yeah. i was thinking when i'm when i move out this flat like maybe just like it's not even the money thing like it's like i don't know like i just, <laughs> just finding decided, the right person yeah because i've had a few like and like I had a trial on with one woman, but then I was like, no, I just wasn't really feeling it to be fair.
1: It's definitely finding the right person also getting to the point where you trust them. And mm. also I, you know, as a, a mum who was also working as a teacher and running a business and trying to deal with all the school admin and all that, like I always, there was always an excuse for me, especially having it online to kind of cancel But my most recent counsellor was amazing. She just was kept on at me, kept on on at me. And in the end, we really got there. And I'd had one before because I didn't want to leave the kids. So so what is
0: it? Is it like a breakthrough? Is it like, say, if you've got like a concern, like they're trying to get to the bottom of why you feel a certain way? Well, I
1: was too scared. So it was my 40th couple of years ago. And my partner, I've always wanted to go to Iceland. And um, Matt, my partner, he said, that's your present for your 40th. It took like three years for me to go. So I just can't leave Iris. I just can't, I can't do it. Mm. I just, what if something happens? I, it's really hard because, you know, I trust grandparents, et cetera, but it's just such a long way away. And I've had an incident when I've been at school and had the call to say, she's gone into anaphylaxis, she's in an ambulance Don't panic, but I'm like, huh? So I literally wailing coming out of the school. My friend Zoe, bless her, she was a TA at the time. And she came in the car and she said, do you want me to drive? I'm like, no, I need to drive because I need to be in control of the situation. And that was, we don't even know what it was. She was with my mum-in-law and she was putting her down to sleep. And she's always really chatting. She just wasn't talking and um, she was like, "Oh, I'll give, so her hives were coming up." She gave her antihistamine, and then she was like, "She couldn't talk." She and she was going pale and floppy, and she was like, "Shit, I need to administer <laughs> mm. EpiPen." She actually injected her thumb. Luckily, we had two. Oh
0: my god, yeah.
1: So they, they ended up in. You know, we kind of joke about it now, but oh, it's just so hard i've got to say though her preschool and her school have been just amazing and we went for like supportive yeah we just made sure that we chose places where they cook on site and they don't kind of bring exterior things Mm. so the chef at school like that preschool they knew her and then there's a lovely lady um where iris goes now called ali who she's just gorgeous and she Mm. might text me and say i've made these biscuits these are the ingredients and you know it's really sweet it's a little kind of village school and the community and there's another um lady um anna louise from chuckle soap so i don't know if you know her but yeah she's incredible um incredible entrepreneur but her son has got lots and lots of allergies like loads like she's they go but um I think she felt the same, you know. They really supported us and you know
0: It's just scary as well, because obviously, like you don't know why she went into anaphacet, you know. What no, I, mean? I don't that, know. That's the more scary. thing. Like, like, yeah. I made her a pat lunch.
1: I made her pat lunch to take to it. We don't know whether it was something from the garden. No idea.
0: So scary. She isn't wasn't it? Like, helping yeah.
1: herself to food, you know, my mum in law knew, you know, but luckily my mum-in-law knew this, mm. knew what to do. And you you know hear I mean?
0: about people like administering it in your phone, but you don't think she would just panic. Yeah, yeah just... like it's stressful, isn't it? Like, because I know the American ones, like they, it's got a voice to it, which is wow. amazing, so yeah, it stops people from like administering it wrong. But it Happens is so easily done, like yeah. Because I've yeah. heard about it. it happened on a school trip once on a coach, um, where they administered it in the form. So Did they mad- have another one? Yeah, if they had another one at the time, but like it's scary. Yeah, Yeah. it's really
1: scary. Well, funny enough, I actually, he'll hate me for saying this, but I said to Matt the other day, can you show me how to use the EpiPen with being like the teacher? Just show me how to use it with the trainer pen. And he did it the wrong way because you kind of, it's, It's not easy.
0: Yeah. You know, it's easily done. When you're stressed in the moment as well. Like, he was obviously had my eyes on him. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the pressure, (laughs) staring at him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's so easily done. Is there anything um, we'd want to like touch upon or go into like more detail?
1: No, I think, um, no, I just, I just really hope that what we're, what we've created and what we're doing is going to help other families that it provides the choice that people need because there is no choice you know it's so limited and the fact that you know we've kind of tailored it we've worked with dietitians pediatricians to ensure that all like the vitamins and minerals and the nutrition is in there so parents don't have to worry about it. When you have a child who is... You don't want
0: parents to go through what, what you went no. through as well. You know what I mean? Like the stress when you kind of went through it and like trying to get stuff shipped in from France or America, like there must be a much easier way. And, and like you said, you you found that kind of solution Yeah. in hopes that is going to help parents with, with kids with allergies. Like,
1: I, really, I really hope so. And, you know, when there's so much elimination in diets, you know, you have to really worry about, you know, nutritional like deficiency in certain vitamins especially if you're plant-based you know you need to worry about
0: must have really opened up your eyes as well like to all these like vitamins and
1: yeah yeah
0: what's good and what's bad kind of thing like i've
1: always really been into nutrition it's been something that i've been interested in and i feel like i was quite lucky when i've not been able to have dairy since like 2007 so i've not had like milk in my teeth for a really long time or you know I've not been able to have stuff like that so um
0: like dairy in terms of just like um
1: intolerance intolerance yeah yeah
0: I know I don't drink like full-fat oh, milk, or even so I just oat milk and i like
1: yeah I need yeah yeah so um I was kind of lucky in that respect that I had that information but I have learned so much so much yeah. um but you know it just means that if people are having grow with viruses, they don't have to worry about buying extra vitamins, you know, trying to feed their kid that if their kid is fussy. But, you know, it's not just for people with allergies. It's for people who want to live more sustainably as well. Yeah, So it hits
0: it's, kind of like two, two audiences or two markets in that yeah, way. Yeah,
1: yeah, it does because we come in a recyclable pouch. Yeah. You know, you're not, I mean, it's great for holidays. When I, I once took 18 plant based milks in my suitcase on holiday. (laughs) I packed 18.
0: 18 cans? Yep. That would have quite weighed like half your suitcase Yeah, No,
1: it did. (laughs) I wish I'd taken a photo. But you know, you can just pack a pouch and there's your like two weeks. We're going away in the summer. I'm just gonna just take that. Yeah. And when we went camping, I took some of our little um our little sachets. They were fab like really, really good.
0: What age is it to the I mean sachet, it? it's
1: from twelve months plus. I mean, you yeah. can still have it you yeah. can have it as an adult if you really want to. Get, get your gains. It's aimed at like yeah. one to four, but Iris is six and she still yeah. has a milk twice a day. And you know, you can chuck it in smoothies, nutritional boost, yeah. get your protein. Well that's
0: what I mean. I, I have um my protein, so I have like two of them a day, like yeah. the vegan one and stuff, and um but you find a lot of them as that like, make and on him. It's just a fucking nightmare trying to get protein powder. Well, yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been great to have you on the podcast. And it's been really interesting to kind of hear about Grow With Iris and how you got started from obviously a younger age and being an entrepreneur or wanting to set something on your own. So, yeah, it's been great to have you on the podcast, Amy. Thank I'm,
1: you so much. Honestly, I, I'm. it's an absolute pleasure and a privilege. So have you found
0: your first podcast?
1: Loved it love yeah. a
0: chat <laughs> I know yeah it's great like, it's been super chatty so yeah if anyone wants to follow your social channels would you like to share that yeah on the so podcast?
1: we're um, on Instagram we're just grow with virus. I think it's grow underscore oh my god I don't know grow
0: put you on the spot yeah. I can put it on screen if people yeah. forget yeah
1: yeah we put it on screen but we're on um, Instagram Facebook and our website is um, co. okay
0: <laughs> and then if and it's going to be out in the autumn. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. 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 So like September, October time or autumn. Yeah. We'll see how we get. <laughs> anyway, it's been a pleasure having that. have you on the podcast, Amy. And thanks again for coming. On. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, bye bye. <laughs>
1: bye.